0: Father of seven records heart-wrenching video to say goodbye to kids and then he's gone. Written by Mel Johnson. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. Realizing his time on Earth was coming to an end, Texas dad Charles Torres made a video to say goodbye. He told his family just how much he loved them, and then he was gone. Charles Torres was a devoted father and sole provider for his wife and seven children. And when he came down with COVID-19, everyone was hoping and praying he'd beat it. Sadly though, Charles wasn't able to overcome the terrible illness. And after 30 days in the hospital, his battle came to an end. He went in and never came out. His father, Alex Torres, explained. At some point, Charles Torres realized he likely wouldn't leave the hospital. So, the devoted dad filmed the video to say goodbye to his loved ones. I love you with all my heart, he said, while struggling to breathe. I love you so much. Take care of your mother. I love you. Two weeks after filming the video to say goodbye, Charles found his healing in heaven. The video to say goodbye was bittersweet for the Torres family. It was a blessing to hear his final words, but also heartbreaking to lose the man who meant so much to them. According to his family, Charles Torres of Manville, Texas was a caring man who loved to serve others. From volunteering with the Manville Volunteer Fire Department to residing as president of the Austin Diocese Knights on Bikes, a Knights of Columbus motorcycle outreach group, Charles had a heart for helping others. He's always been a servant, his mother, Joni Torres, said. He's done so many things for people. We always say, Charlie's heart is bigger than his body, and he's just that type of person. But it wasn't just the community he served. Charles Torres was a true family man. A dedicated father worked hard to provide for his wife, three children, and four stepchildren. He took them everywhere. He did everything with them. His father says, The loss of this beloved man and his video to say goodbye hit the family hard. But they are clinging to their faith, knowing his death isn't the end. Charles Torres is now home with Jesus. God's giving him a little rest right now, but he has something mightier for him to do, his mom explained. Meanwhile, friends, family, and strangers have been donating money to help support the family now that their sole provider is gone they've placed their trust in the Lord and He is sure to provide. (laughs) Orphaned at sea as a girl, Terry Joe de Perrault now uses unbelievable survival story to inspire. Written by Mel Johnson. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. Orphaned at sea at just 11 years old, Terry Jo de Perrault's story is not for the faint of heart. In fact, it took over 50 years before she was ready to share her horrific experience publicly. But in bravely doing so with her book, Alone, Orphaned on the Ocean, She's given purpose to all of the pain she's overcome. And Terry Jo Perel now wants her unbelievable survival story to be a message of hope to encourage other hurting souls. Terry Jo's parents, Arthur and Jean Perel always dreamed of taking their three kids on a family vacation to remember. So, they saved and planned. And finally, they had enough to charter a private cruise aboard a 60-foot catch the Bluebell. The family set off for a week-long trip spent sailing around the Bahamas. It was supposed to be the perfect getaway, but rather than a dream come true, the journey turned out to be a horrific nightmare. In 1961, the Bluebell set sail with the DePerrault family of five, nestled between her big brother Brian, 14, and little sister Renee, 7. Eleven-year-old Terry Joe was the middle child. The captain's new wife, Mary Dean, 34, also came along. Little did any of the passengers know, but the captain was a very troubled man. He'd fallen into serious financial trouble and was using this voyage as an opportunity to execute a wicked scheme. The plan was to murder his wife in order to collect the insurance money from a policy he'd opened in her name shortly before the trip. It sounds like something from a movie, but tragically, this is a true story. And the captain's vile actions ultimately left Terry Joe orphaned at sea. One night, towards the end of the trip, Terry Joe decided to turn in early. But the terrifying screams of her older brother cut her slumber short. Help, Daddy! Help! Terry Joe said, he yelled. And it was the type of scream that you know that something horrible is happening. Frightened, Terry Joe lay in her bunk trying to make sense of the screams that had since stopped. After a few minutes, she worked up the courage to go investigate, and what she found changed her life forever. Terry Jo went upstairs to see what had happened. There lay her mother and brother, dead and covered in blood. In shock, she continued searching. She found the captain, who was in the middle of opening the sea valves so that the boat would sink. The terrified girl asked what was going on. The captain shoved Terry Jo violently down the stairs and went back to work. Frightened, alone, and certain the rest of her family was dead, Terry Jo ran back to her bunk. But with water beginning to fill the cabin, she ultimately went back to the deck. By now, the captain was preparing to escape in the small life raft, which he'd lowered into the waters below. When he saw Terry Jo, he asked her to hold the line attached to it while he went to go get something. Most likely he was going to get a weapon in order to kill her too. Thankfully, we'll never know for sure because Terry Joe had enough wherewithal to realize she needed to escape. She jumped into the lifeboat and was gone by the time the murderous captain returned. The very next day, rescuers saved the captain. He fed authorities a suspicious story involving a sudden sea squall, a fire, and a broken mast. While the facts didn't quite seem to add up, there was not enough evidence to prove that seemingly sole survivor wrong. Not yet, at least. Terry Jo drifted at sea in the tiny raft for four days. She had no food or water, but she had something stronger. Faith. I was never frightened, she said. I was an outdoors child, and I loved the water. Terry Jo then went on to explain what carried her through the horrible ordeal. I had strong faith. I believed in God and I prayed for him to help me, I just went with the flow. On the fourth day, a Greek freighter spotted Terry Jo. They rescued the poor girl who, on top of being orphaned at sea, suffered from severe sunburn, dehydration a fever of 105 degrees. But she was alive. Word of Terry Joe's rescue soon reached the captain. The desperate man took his own life upon realizing his web of lies was about to crumble like a house of cards. The shocking story was huge news in 1961, running in every magazine and newspaper you could imagine. But at 11 years old... No one was allowed to talk to Terry Jo to As a result, no one ever heard the story from her perspective. Terry Jo had survived the horrific ordeal, but it took many years before she actually overcame the traumatic event. Relatives adopted the 11-year-old girl who had been orphaned at sea. She saw psychiatrists, but they just kept focusing on the murder. The thing is, Terry Joe, who now goes by Terry DeParol fassbender never actually witnessed any killing. I did see my mother and brother dead with blood. I never saw my father, she explained. I never saw Mrs. Harvey, and I never saw my sister. It wasn't until later in life that Terry's continued counseling got to the root of the problem, the loss of her family. And as an adult she finally made her peace with that terrible day. It brought about a healing that has made her an upbeat and positive influence on all of those who meet her. This lady right here turned out to be a lady of great substance, says Richard D. Logan, the author who helped turn Terry's survival story into the book, Alone, Orphaned on the Ocean. And through the telling of that story, Terry found purpose for the terrible pain endured, I thought that I was spared for a reason, and the reason would be to help other people," she explained. I would just hope I could help someone after they read the book to give them inspiration. Terry witnessed evil at its worst, but through it all, she never lost faith. Against all odds, she overcame. And her incredible story is proof that light will always outshine the darkness. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. we a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.